Peace, everybody. It's your man, Iron M, coming to you with episode 54 of Deep Thoughts with Iron. Episode 54 is going to be kind of a continuation of episode 53, where I was joined by my usual and beautiful co-host, Nat Rose. Topic of discussion was single motherhood, dating single mothers and being a single mother trying to date. Now, I've never been a single mother in my life. I've never been a married mother. I don't ever plan on being that. So I don't have that point of view or expertise. So instead of ranting and raving and giving just my point of view, I brought in an expert on the topic, which is what I like to do here. Bring in somebody that can have a discussion, not an argument, can have a disagreement, but have a discussion about this. That way I can learn your point of view and you can also learn mine. I think we did a good job on it. Unsurprisingly, but still disappointingly, I think that's a word, right? I was met with a lot of resistance and some fire from people that clearly didn't really listen to the episode. It's unfortunate that people are so triggered nowadays. And I understand I'm triggered by certain things as well. Truth be told, believe it or not, the whole manosphere thing triggers the hell out of me. But I listen because I want different point of views and I also side with some of those things. But unfortunately, like I, unfortunately, like I said, a lot of more women than I would have hoped came after me without actually listening to the episode or actually digging into the episode. Or some of them had the walls up so high that the words that I was putting out weren't the words that were received. I want to make this clear. I never say or do anything with the intention of hurting anybody. It's never my intention. But my thoughts and ideas and how I feel about things is how I feel about them. And if there's a chance that I can learn and maybe change how I view things or at least get a better understanding of the other side, I bring that person in. So to the ladies that did get offended, I want to reiterate this. I did post this on my Instagram, too. None of it was to try and take shots at you. There's enough of that going on out there on the Internet and in the street. Just because I personally choose not to date a woman with a child doesn't mean that I see you as any less valuable as people. It's just not for me. Just like a woman 5'1", 340 pounds is not for me. She's probably a great person, just not my choice. And the reason why I don't have any animosity towards black or just just single mothers is because I was raised by one. And on this episode, I brought in another black man that was raised by a single mother. And he grew up in different parts of the world, different parts of the country, excuse me. He's from the West Coast. I think Colorado's considered West Coast. And... You know, we just talked about how that situation growing up in that and how it built us and developed us now as men. And we found out that we have a lot more things in common than I initially thought. So, like I said, or if I didn't say, I meant to say, I've never been a single mother. I don't ever plan on being a single mother. I don't ever plan on being a, a mother in a relationship. It's not my role. So I brought in that Rosé to do that last week. This week, I came in to get the point of view of somebody who comes from the same place I come from. His name is Daddy Yo, and I want to thank him for coming on Deep Thoughts with Iron. So let's get into it. Iron Up, episode 54, UG. Let's go. What's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT. Iron M, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Mr. Mario Flopez, forgot my own intro taglines. And I'm here with a special guest, um, a young man that I met through the art form of hip hop. We met off the Get Bars app, correct? That's correct. 
no doubt. Shout out to everybody over there. Um, and just, you know, you and I just kind of just kind of just built organically, just passed some messages off back and forth um, through the app. And I got to know a little bit about you and the topic that I actually want to discuss. You kind of just fell in line. Like it almost was like divine, divinely sent to me. So I'm here with my man, Daddy Yo. You want to introduce yourself to Yo. the people? Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Daddy Yo. Fire. My man is originally from the city I'm trying to move to, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Denver, Colorado. Denver, scary ass Colorado, bro. I'll tell you, man, I love the city, <laughs> but the second I stepped outside of that shit, I was scared to death, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Word. For a number of reasons, man, like everything is just so isolated, man. And um, I don't know. I'm not one of them kind of guys, but I was like driving down one park going south. And I was just like, yo, if there was ever going to be aliens flying around, this would be it. Like, I could see these niggas out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Word. It's hard to stray from the city, man. Yeah, there's nothing around I couldn't there, do it. Right? I lived there for 30 years. You was there for 30 years, man? Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. Yes, I mean, it's beautiful out there. I really enjoyed it. But, like, I want to move out there. But I don't know, bro. Like, isn't, like, the closest city, like, Salt Lake City? Ain't nothing going on out there. Yeah, facts. Or like Kansas City or something like that. Or fucking Cheyenne. I'm good, bro. (laughs) I'm good on that. But yo, today we're going to talk about um, you and I both have something in common. I alluded to what the topic is going to be earlier. And I do an intro before I do that. So so people know what this is about. But you and I, we're cut from the same kind of cloth where we were both raised by single mothers. And we were both raised by single black mothers. And I really wanted to kind of get into this with a there's so many different angles I can come at this with but right now single mothers seem to kind of be a hot topic started by Kevin Samuels and you know um, mediocre tutorials and reviews has kind of picked up where Kevin left off some people feel like don't they single mothers some people talk about well single mothers are creating the men that you hate mm. And um, I just wanted to talk about that, man. Just talk about your experience growing up in a single parent household. Yeah. Yeah. So well, give me a little, give me a little background. Well, you know, I was, uh, I was born into a two parent home. You know, okay. I was the first born and uh, you know, it was, I'm sure it was beautiful. I don't know for certain because most of my life I lived with just my mother went over to my father's, you know, every other weekend. Right. But uh yeah. <laughs> how was that growing up? Like the split between the mother, you know, every other week and how was that going? Oh, it was tough. You know, it was it really it really taught me uh manipulation. Whoa. To tell the truth. I didn't expect yeah. that word. What do you mean by see oh, yeah. damn we we jumping ahead, bro. We jump from right here. I didn't even expect to get that far already. What do you mean by that, bro? Uh-huh. Just that, you know, when I, I would be at my mother's and she was a stickler for the rules. You okay. know, and when I would do something, act out a turn at school or, or do something at home, I was on lockdown with my mother. Mm. But Sounds on familiar. weekends where I go over my father's, right. yeah. But when I go to my father's, it's like they don't even talk at all. So it's like I didn't even I'm not in any trouble over there. So oh. from a young age, I yeah, I would just not even tell my dad. I mean, I'm on lockdown at my mother's and, you know, live it up on the weekend and go back to being back on punishment on Sunday evening. Sounds like work. 
<laughs> be honest oh, it's, with it's you. hard work. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you work like you working during the weekend. On the weekend, you get to chill, yo. Like, work don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. hard, man. So, so there was times, like, I guess you would just kind of want to be at your dad's house more than anything, right? Definitely. Off top. That's interesting because that's that's like a role reversal, right? It's almost like usually like the dad is a disciplinarian generally. Yes. And then the mom is, well, you wait till your father gets home and this, that, and the third. Yes. Hmm. That's interesting. I grew up kind of different where, hmm. like kind of similar to you, I don't remember my parents being together like that. Um, hmm. According to my mom, my dad left when I was two. And so, you know, my dad was around, but he wasn't present, if that makes sense. Hmm. So there was yeah. no, I'm with my mom and then I go to my dad's house. Cause you know, my dad was, you know, my, my dad was, yeah, he, he had his ladies. So he was doing this thing. There was no place yeah. for me to go. So it was my mother consistently. And what my mom said was, you know, what my mom said went. And it's just yes. interesting yes. because your mom probably felt like she had to overcompensate because she's, you know, she has no idea what you're going through. Yep. Absolutely. She had to she had to overcompensate many for many things like she, the idea of a super strong black woman. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful ideal. Mm. But to actually be it uh, every day and all day. I've watched it from the sidelines. It's extremely right. hard. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean. It's so hard because like. I feel for a black woman often and sometimes I get like, you know, you and I have discussed this too. Like I get like kind of. um. I get a lot of shade sometimes, like my girlfriend's Filipino. My last girl was Dominican. You know, most of the time, a lot of the women that I deal with are honestly, I'm all over the map, man. I taste every cuisine out there. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but, that's the best <laughs> you know way. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And I can say the love of a black woman is fucking exceptional, bro. Like it's exceptional. Yes. But so is Absolutely. the scorn, bro. So is the scorn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're, they're like Nate Archibald, the relationship. They lead the league in fucking oh, yeah. scorn and love. You know what I mean? And it's kind of hard yeah. to balance that when you're dealing with a black woman, because I also want to understand your side. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, what did you learn from your mother? Because you said when you told me, you said it was kind of frightening for you. Oh, yeah. You know, all my entire life and up until the age of 17, I was under constant fear of, of my mom kicking my behind, wow. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, was she like just be home at two o'clock, oh, not two o'clock, but be home at a certain time? Make your bed like what? Like how strict was the household? You know, Dylan growing up with that, oh. and how do you like? Give me an example of how she kind of overcompensated with being authoritarian, the supporter, the the the, the nourisher, like all of that. Mm. Well, certainly uh, being a disciplinarian was her most important uh, rule and game of her life. Uh-huh. If any, if anything was out of out of uh, you know her liking, then she was going to go one hundred. You know, oh, she wasn't really a, she wasn't really a fan of like going half or, or going 75 percent. Right. It's like if the dishes wasn't done to her liking, then you have to get up out of your sleep and start the dishes from scratch. Jeez. That's, you know, type of thing like that. Yeah. And that's 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 kind of scary as a kid, man. What was the repercussion? Oh, yeah. What was the penalty? Oh, a behind whipping with a switch or a belt, man. <laughs> Yo. That's yeah. called that's called black upbringing for everybody right now that will say yeah. that's like a CPS, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I remember my mom hit me with a pencil, bro, and she was like, she realized how fucking stupid it was because I just looked at her and she looked at me and she just started laughing, but that's what she had, you know, available. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I've been beat with the buckle. I got body slam. I was 17. My mom body slammed me, bro, because I let my boy Jay my yeah. jersey. <laughs> 17, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm six two. My mom was like five eight. She wasn't a small lady, but for her to body slam me, like literally took me off the chair and slammed me because I let my boy yeah. Jay my jersey. You know what I mean? Man. That's interesting, yeah. man. So, like, let me ask you though. So, did your mom come from a single parent household? Like, what was her example? Well, she did basically her her father. She didn't know her father. Uh, and there uh, you go. That's the chain. Yep, that's the chain. Absolutely. But um, my grandmother, she did get remarried. Okay. So she she did have a father figure of sorts, but uh, yeah. It's never really the same, though, right? I mean, I'm assuming. Actually, let me not say that because I do have some people. Um, like I had a guest on here, and she's uh, adopted, and she's like supremely close with her parents. You know, so I don't want to speak out of yeah. ignorance. You know. Mm. So with your with your with your grandmother, have you ever spoken to her? Like, did you ever try to run to Nana and get like some kind of like? So my grandfather was my shield when I was fucking up. My grandfather backed me up. Yeah. You know? Was your grandmother ever that yeah. backup? Well, my grandmother on my mother's side, she died when I was really young. Okay. So. Sorry to hear that. That's, yeah. Yeah, I left my mother out in the cold. Yeah. We got a lot of parallels. My grandmother on my mom's side, my mother's mother passed when I, she was like 25. I think I was, she was 26 when she had me. Mm, yes. Yeah. That's, that's hard, man. So with the stuff that your mother was trying to kind of navigate through, because you said you was one of how many? Of three, well, of two for most of my childhood for 12 years. And then my little brother was born when I was 12. Okay. And you said your brother was born from a different father. Yes, he was. So your mother was carrying that, the weight of you two, you and your daughter, uh, your daughter, your sister, mm-hmm. and, your, yes. and your younger brother that's from another relationship. Um, you gave me the details of that relationship. I don't know if you want to go into details of that. If not, mm-hmm. that's fine. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your little brother. Well, man, my little brother, man, he was born again when I was 12 years old. Uh, his, his father, uh, he was already in a, a marriage with a, a whole nother family, wife and kids. Oh, so your and, mom was uh, playing, uh, your mom was, was being sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. And then, you know, shortly after my brother was born, you know, he did, uh, uh, his, his father just left him, you know, left him alone and didn't return for many years until my brother had become, you know, a product of CPS. No way, really. Wow. Yeah. So now your mother has to carry all of this and hence oh, yeah. the strong black woman. Well, did your mom like, do you think she got more rigid as she got through this journey with you? Or do you think she kind of got weaker with it? Cause that's a lot of fight for a long time. Absolutely. And I think that she was, she was well up for the fight for many years. Yeah. But when my brother, he was still a little young guy, I think four years old, mm-hmm. my mother had a brain aneurysm, Jeez. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. She almost died. You know, when we were all young, trying to just keep that, that strong womanhood up, right. it was working for many years, but right. The, the, it was the, you know, it was something broke her, broke the camel's back and broke her, made her have an aneurysm. Yeah. You know, and it's like you said, it was working for many years. It probably broke down years ago. It's just your mom had a good, she did a good job of kind of shielding you from that. Probably, you know, oh, like yeah. don't growing up with me. Like I, I gotta say, I gotta give my mother props as far as 
one thing, and I want women, you ladies out here to really take heed to this, and I've said this many times, don't badmouth your child's father. Don't do it. Don't yes. do not do that. And that's one thing my mother, my mother never talked shit about my father. And it was moments of frustration, but she never mm-hmm. said anything bad about, like she never used me almost like a, like a son husband, as is a term that I heard, mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. she would vent to me and I would be her emotional support. You know, my mom would never shit on my dad. She would just say, you'll see on your own. And I think that's yeah. that's so key, man. Did your mother do that? Like, what was your relationship between your dad but your mother there? You know, like what was that triangle like for you? Well, no, my mom, she was she was the opposite. She would uh, uh you know, she would tell me that, you know, they used to fight, they used to have domestic violence. She would at any moment she could, she would bring up the fact that my dad, you know, he was right. he was he would want to fight her and want to slap her and such. Damn. You know, even one time I, I cried. I, I was coming back from my father's house. I was a young guy, a little like, I don't know, seven years old. OK. And I, I cried to my mother because I had to come back home on, on the Sunday. And she she took me out of bed. I was crying in my bed and she put me up out of my bed and she said, do you think that you would be sitting here if your dad wanted you there? What? Wow. And that, that left me. And you held I, on I to never that. Forgotten that. That was you yeah. were seven yeah. years old and you held on to that. Yo. What was the. Yeah. um? the shit around that though because you know we're all human right and your mom probably yeah. i'm not trying to make excuses for your mother i don't know the i don't you know i don't know the story you know like that there's obviously more to it than that was yeah. she just like at the end of a hard day or was she just was this like a constant oh, yeah. thing that just happened where she was just telling you shit like this no it's, it's just you know uh she's been dealing with me crying since she picked me up from my grandmother's house on the sunday okay. i've cried all the way home right and she's you know left it alone i you know i oh, give her the benefit man. of the doubt Cause I have four kids. So I know when, you know, kids might be doing a little much. Right. And so she kind of had kind of shook me, but it, it still shakes me today. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, you know, there's so many layers to look at that because somebody can just sit here and say, um, Oh, your mother was this and that for doing that. But your mom was human. She had a lot of pressure on her. Yes. You know, so yep. there are a lot of things. I remember one time, bro, my mother, I never forget this, man. I don't know what it was. Like my mom, like I said, was a single parent. My mom was always ill. Like my mother had sickle cell. My mom had lupus. My mom eventually had kidney failure. So my mother was dealing with a lot on top of my father not being present. On top of, you know, black woman. She's a RN in the ER in the South Bronx in the 80s and 90s. Bro, that's Bang Bang City. You know, so she would come home. And one day I remember clear as day where I was just sitting there playing. I was a creative, weird kid, man. So I'm like climbing through the metal folding chair or some shit like that. And okay. uh, <laughs> right. And I remember it clearly and in my mind. I was crawling through a vent, getting to the enemy. You know, our little kids are mad creative. Okay, yes. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, I remember that. And my mom, I did something. I think I knocked the vase down, Vaz, however you want to pronounce it. That's a little hazy to me. And my mother hit me. That wasn't odd. You know, we grew up in black families. That wasn't odd. But yes. then my mother started yep. to beat me. And then my mother started mm. to beat me up. I've never really told the story. You know, my mother started letting off on me. And she's just crying. And my mom's friend was here. And, you know, he grew up in the South, black, black dude. When I, when I got the first couple hits, he was like, all right, cool. And then he had to pull her off. And I remember my mother dropping to the floor and just crying. Like, it, it all was let out. And I sat there. I wasn't even crying. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because I've never seen my mom like that. And it's just yes. like the weight of the world is on their shoulders. Meanwhile, my dad is in God knows what lady in what bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it caused like a resentment for my dad growing up to an extent, even though my dad was present. I know my dad. I, I talked to my dad today. But <laughs> you never 
those kind of moments are very like I was around the same age as you. It stuck with me for life, man. Yeah. It's tough, I tell you. Those ones they they build you though, because that's what that's why I take care of my children every day, is because I don't want to have to ever tell one of my kids that that they mother, you know, don't want them or, or ain't here for them. So right. that's why I keep my relationship strong with my wife, you know. Right. So, so you have all four with the same lady? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's bro. I'm, if I had a soundboard to give you a round of applause, bro, I would <laughs> I would push that button right there. That is so key, man, because I'm even looking at the shit like you saw the joint the joint that just came out with a with shorty threw the McDonald's on the on the ground because he bought it for like home. Oh yeah. And I covered that on my last episode with my homegirl who is a single mom. And you know, we had little differences in how we thought about it. And I think about yeah. like the inconsistencies in that household. Those other kids, all of them are going to be kind of fucked up if that's what their role model is. And I'm talking about the mother. The father, I, I get the argument too. He should have brought it for the other kids too. But I think the mom was more yeah. fucked up in that scenario, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you saw the the uh, meme with the cut the one burger into four pieces. Nah. Everybody get like five fries. It I mean, yeah, perfect. you can do that. Yeah, you can do that, man. The homie was even like, yo, bring it up, bring him downstairs. Because I get it. I get both sides yeah. in yeah. that part. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like, I can't even ask you that because you did things the traditional right way, man. Four babies with the same woman, bro. Oh, yeah. 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 My experience is what made me that way, though. You know, I just... I had my time. I, I had my royal oats sold. Yeah. I sold them all, you know. But yeah. when it was time to, when I had my first child, I said, you know, I'm not going to be around here having multiple, you know, baby moms and things. True, indeed, man. You know, and, and that 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 comes with so many fucking headaches, bro. I, honestly, I've never dated a woman with a child myself. Like seriously, like I have had sex with a couple, you know, but okay, never nothing like super serious. And I used to get a lot of heat for that because, um. You know, on my dating app, I would say I don't want to I don't want to date a woman with a child. And my yeah. reasoning behind that was I saw the shit my mother had to go through just to get some time with whatever guy she was dealing with. You know, um, yeah. as I get older, I look back. I remember one time in particular, my mom had this one boyfriend that she loved. I always talk about this guy. And my mother got rid of him because he never showed me any attention. He never paid any attention. Mm. I was about seven, probably a little older, probably like 10 or 11. And he was trying to move us out to Tennessee. I'm from New York. And my mom had to get rid of him. But I remember one time the neighbor brought me to McDonald's, but we in McDonald's for like two hours. At the while, I'm like, fuck, we in here for two hours for. And now as I got yeah. older, I'm like, oh, I know what was going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to jump through them hurdles, bro. So like what 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 you went through with your family growing up? Like, how do you apply those lessons to your children now? Do you speak to your wife about, you know, what your upbringing was like? You know, how do you mm-hmm. how do you implement that into your life now? Well, you know, I, I always thank God for my wife because, you know, the way I was raised, you know, in a black home was uh, there's a, a certain amount of discipline that that must be shelled out to, yeah. you know, for you to be successful in the future. Sure. And so I'm, a, I'm about that today. But, mm-hmm. you know, my wife, she's able to, you know, kind of bring me rain that bring in my reins a little bit, you know, so that, I, you know, so sometimes when you go, like don't go with hard. 10, when, she, when you go to level yes. 10, she's like that, that buffer. Yes, yes. That's that's kind of cool, man. All right. So like yeah. so with that though, with your wife, like was she raised in a two-parent household? She was not, no. Wow. Damn, really? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is so you guys are kind of like combining to you know, kind of like the blind leading the blind, but you kind of make it work. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're we're going blindly, we're gonna make sure and finish strong too, because of the world we lived in since we were children. 
Absolutely. Your wife is from Alabama too? No, and she's from uh, Hawaii. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So part of my ignorance, and I don't mean this to be offensive, but is your wife black? Yeah. No, no, she's Filipino and Italian and white. She's she's multiple things. <laughs> right. So she so she clicked all the boxes on the job application. Right? She did. She did. <laughs> so that's dope in itself. Like, you know, my girlfriend's Filipino. So how was that like? I'm assuming she's met your mom. Like, how was that? Because yeah. as a strong black woman, too, a lot of times, obviously this isn't a blank statement, but especially growing up, how we grew up at the times we grew up, because we're around the same age. Bringing yeah. a girl that wasn't black home was sometimes a little, it was a little shaky, you know, like how did Dangerous. your mom, yeah, how did your mom, <laughs> how did your mom react to your, to your wife or your girlfriend at the time? Yeah, when she was my girlfriend, she didn't, she didn't believe I was going to spend time with her more than, you know, a week or so. Oh, she thought she was just a pump and dump? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, and she treated her as such, and, you know, my mom, she didn't really show her much respect, you know, right. she didn't really be cordial like i've seen my mother be before right you know but uh yeah i can tell you it took her uh you know many years it was even i think only a couple of years ago i had to have a serious conversation with my mother mm-hmm. about my wife's name she was you know announcing it she would call it she would yes on purpose yeah i'm about to say that's a blatant disrespect it's blatantly disrespectful and i had to let my mother know and and you know we had to get very frank with each other you know right. but yeah we got that figured out and do you think a lot of that is the um, kind of like the protection of the strong black woman? Because they say like the black household mm-hmm. is crumbling, even though statistics say black men still marry black women at a higher rate than any other race. Um, Absolutely. Do you think your mother kind of brought that into it? Like, well, why don't you get a black woman? Why don't you get, you know, give me black grandbabies yeah. and all of this stuff? I'm sure your kids are beautiful, but, you know, they probably are yeah. a very interesting looking mix. Oh, yeah. Light skin all the way. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. so crazy they'll get advantages for that yeah well <laughs> i tell you <laughs> yeah well it is what it is yo that's cool yeah. though so that's, that's really cool man that you are you found your partner to kind of build your your empire with man and um you know Absolutely. you told me that you have a daughter growing up first of all actually let me let me let me rewind that because this is a debate that i've had in my head a couple of times like you said your children are like 17, 15, 10, 7, if I'm not mistaken, or 16 or something like yeah. that, right? Yep, yep. How do you raise your children? Do you raise your children to be like strong black people or like, because technically they can be whatever they want, right? Like they can say, I want to yes. embrace my white side. I want to embrace my Filipino side. Like, how do you yeah. navigate those waters? I'm always curious because like I said, my girl's Filipino. You know, it was easier yeah. with my ex who was Dominican because I think there's a little bit more of a parallel to it. But like with a Filipino girlfriend, like how does how, how does that work, bro? Like, mm, my it's the it's really the the most challenging uh, thing I deal with in my life. Yeah, is how do I how do I teach them or how do I how do I I don't know give them the blackness? Right. <laughs> That's like you know, but the what I what I've really what I've really really settled on is just that uh i'm going to tell them the truth of america that they're born in sure specifically the history you know mm-hmm. and let them and then let them be exactly who they want to be after they know the history yeah that's so important in the real history not the shit that they taught us in school because that was some bullshit oh yeah you know yeah what I'm definitely I, 
how the fuck are you gonna teach me about Paul Revere, who just rode a horse and said, dude, just come in and you don't tell me about Crispus Attic, so you don't tell me about um Benjamin yeah. Banneker, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you don't tell Benjamin me about none Banneker. of these guys. The guy who invented the yep. cell phone. Like you don't tell me about none of this, but you can tell me about the nigga that went out there with the kite and the key. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. come on, man. But like, even with that though, it's it's always interesting when I see multiracial children. Like one of my best friends, his dad is black and his mother's white. And, you know, he looks mixed, but he's like, I identify as black. And you listen to his last album, his name is Organismic. I mean, he goes in on like white people and how they do certain things. But he's like, I, mm-hmm. I behave this way because the system and the police treat me like I'm black. And, mm-hmm. you know, your kids, you know, your oldest, your oldest kid and you in the South, too, bro. I can't imagine the kind of stairs y'all get. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We get those stairs, you know. But, you know, I can't say this for the kids, for the future mm-hmm. is that. In the elementary schools and, you know, going up in the high school, none of my kids have informed me or gave me, given me information that they were treated any different. That's you know? awesome. And I think that's because we're in the hood, you know, so we mm. just 90% black folks at the school. Right. So they just, you know, they just black kids, you know, so. Right. I'm glad about that. How is it when y'all step out the county, though? <laughs> you know, like, that's got to be. Man. To me, that shit scares me, bro. Like I said, the second I stepped out of Atlanta, I mean, um, um, Denver, Atlanta, too. Stepped out of Denver. Yeah. Um, I was somewhat comfortable in Colorado Springs. And then I was fucking shook. <laughs> I was shook. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it like going, you know, around? Because where you live at, man, that's like, that's like nigga hate central, bro. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it, you know, where I Good. live at. Again, it's just 90 percent black folks. Some of my some of my black women, they give me a little little trouble when we out. But that's all right. You know, I, I don't be mad at them. But besides that, it don't be no trouble at all. No, no racist trouble from white folks, from nobody else. It's just that's a little good. look from a, from a black woman. That's all. You so you get that more. Well, I guess you're surrounded more by black women in general. But like, yeah, you get more odd looks from black women than you do from white women because of your 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 relationship. Yes, more than more than anybody else, more than any other demographic. You know, and it's funny, I, I've always gotten that, you know, like I said earlier, man, I've always gotten some heat for that more often from black women. And I, I actually I actually do understand it. Like, it's kind of effed yeah. up. like if you look on the dating apps, the least matched people are Asian men and black women. Wow. And, right. And I, I can see how that will build some kind of anger and some kind of resentment. Yes. Like, why wouldn't it? it? You know? Yeah, I can and agree. Every, Definitely. Yeah, right. What do you think we can do about that? Those are my things. Like, if you're not attracted to somebody, though. Yeah. But, like, what do you want them to do? Right. <laughs> but, but then it gets into, yeah. like, oh, you're conditioned to not like this and this and this. And I'm like, you mm. might be right. You might be right. But you also don't like short men. So, oh. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's two things we can't change. You know what I mean? Well, I don't have that problem yeah. in particular, but interesting. Yeah. So would you ever feel a way if your kids brought home, like, a white dude or whoever? Nope. If my daughter brought home a white dude, I would I would treat him like he was my son. If you treat her with respect, and if any either Gee. any of my sons brought home a white girl or a black girl or any girl, yeah, I would be I'd be proud of him. You know, right, yeah. right, yeah, absolutely, man. I think that's a very good way to look at it because you know you have to be the strong black woman, but we also have to be the strong black man. And yeah. I have had so many conflicts in my own head where like I'm I'm extremely proud to be a black man. I'm extremely proud of black yes. people. But I always yes. had a conflict in my head, too. Like I said, my girl's Filipino. 
that's just like I don't say a step down, that's the wrong word. But um, if I dated a white woman and I married a white woman and I had kids with a white woman, does that dilute my black strength? Your blackness? I don't I don't think so. And I've thought of that too, my brother, many a time. Right. Like, am I am I less black because of because my wife isn't black? Right. But then I, I've I've reconciled it with my blackness. I still lived in the hood and do today have my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've lived with you know systemic racism. Yeah. I've gone into places where I'm, you know, followed. That stuff still happened. Absolutely. It didn't, didn't, you know, stop happening when I got married, you know. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's tough, man, because I always think that I, I always laugh at people. At one point, you know, Martin Luther King was in love with a white chick. And they say, like, the, mm. the, the, the theory is or the legend is that he actually married Coretta. I don't know the story. This is what I hear. People, please don't come after me. He married Coretta because yeah. of the image. Like, how can I be a black civil rights leader and be in love with a white woman or have a white wife? Or, mm. you know, Michael X was slaying them white cheeks back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Jim Brown was slaying them <laughs> white cheeks. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, it was all about the pink nips. And my, my kind of oh, yeah. that is, well, you people want to <laughs> judge them, but what's your resume when it comes to civil rights activism compared to theirs? Yes. You know, right, mm, man, we completely got yeah. off the original topic, but I'm down with this convo, man. I like this, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, I tell so, you. So, let me ask you just in general, going back to it, you know, um, a woman raising a man is not an easy job, just like I'm sure a man raising a woman isn't easy. I would have no idea what to do with a daughter, god forbid. Yeah, you know, my, you know, yeah. how, you know, how to hygiene, all I have no idea, you know what I'm saying, but um, man. <laughs> yeah, so growing up in um, a household like that where your mom was kind of like the backbone, the strength to protect her and everything like that. Did you feel like you had to protect her more? Did you become more protective of her or did you kind of just fall in line and just kind of play the background of her? Well, I can tell you my mom, she really is the strongest black woman I've ever known. Yeah. And uh, I would love to be able to, to say that I would look out for her, but my mom was the type to fight men, you know, <laughs> right? fight women. Okay. She was not afraid to get in a fight, you know, so I, I I didn't really feel like I'd be able to take care of her. She she would she was very capable of handling herself. Mm. That's interesting. So, you know, my mom was the same. My mother was ready. Like I said, she, my mom was more my mother wasn't the hands type. My mom was the one. If you fuck with her, God forbid, and the knife was there, then that's going to be mm. going to be at you. You know, again, she hit me yeah. with a pencil out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So growing up in that where your mom was kind of like the lead did that affect your image of what femininity and woman what a woman should do and you know what the roles would generally be oh it did absolutely it uh when i looked at how my mother lived and acted it made me think that only really uh prissy and you know only wear pink type of Mm -hmm. girls were were appealing to me you know if you weren't really a super girl girl Right. I didn't like it because my mom, she was she was not like that. That's fascinating. So your mom was, you know, they usually say you date somebody that's like your parent. I've, I think that's mm-hmm. fucking weird as shit. But they, you know, people say I that. do, too. It's very <laughs> weird. You know? I, I don't know. For me, I wouldn't date a woman like my mom, even though my mother was a great woman. Um, yeah. You know, my mom was a little confrontational. I'm the opposite. So, yes, um, I'm the same way. So you so you like the girly girls. That's interesting. So you had a girl that was super masculine, like you just wasn't it was a game. Yeah, no, no. In high school and in early dating, I, you know, I only dated black women, but, right. you know, 
the confrontation, the the you know the ability to 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 actually raise their full voice. Right. That uh, you know, I, I couldn't deal with. It. I dealt with it for many years, from a childhood until my young adulthood. Right. So, do you think that is um? I'm not trying to pin you in a corner or anything like that, but do you think that's uh like a predominantly black woman thing to go to level ten in a voice, or this is just based off your experience up to that point? That's what you thought was the general outcome going to be. Yeah, well, in, in my experience, uh, the only the only woman that's ever gone ten on me was a black woman ever. Right, and that wasn't your mom. Not just my mother, just you know, out in the world too. Right, you know, and that's interesting too because. It's it can be kind of perception too. I'm, I don't know your particular situation, but you know, if a black woman goes to level seven and a white woman goes mm-hmm. to level ten, the black woman is perceived as more aggressive. Um, it can be absolutely right. And I don't know if you know that show, The Boys, on Amazon. Which one is that? The Boys. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Fire show, and you know, spoiler alert: there's a scene where, um, the head of the company is a black dude says says um i can't have a tantrum that's a white man's privilege so mm. it's like when a woman when a black woman does kind of even go to like level six she's perceived so strongly that it, it kind of makes her lose power when she really is upset too so it's a very hard balance for them you know yes i don't know how they how 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 a black woman can even live because there's times in which you should be passionate yeah. And, and, you know, it shouldn't be written off as, oh, this is what they regularly do. Yeah, you know, exactly. And I, I think that's so it puts them in such a like as a man, I'm trying not to speak ignorant. You know, it's something called mansplaining, which I think is the dumbest fucking term of all time. But <laughs> yes, dumbest <laughs> shit ever. Right. But. um, Yeah. I have we have our struggles. You and I as black men have a lot of struggles, but the struggles that women and not just black women, but women in general there's always seems to be some type of give somewhere, give and take or some type of, you have to have a limit. Like they have a limit on when they're the most fertile, they have a limit on, you know, how they can react in public. And it ain't easy being a black woman. And, and I get it. Sometimes I get the angle, but sometimes I'm like, y'all got to kind of fucking chill because when you do fall into that stereotype, it only makes the, the, the confirmation bias stronger. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. About, you know, mm. Spanish, Spanish women go to level 10 too, though. <laughs> yes. They, yes. They, they be going yeah. up there, bro. Um, Absolutely. So, so with your daughter, how do you, what lesson do you take trying to raise your daughter? I know you have your wife's influence there, but like, you know, you got to play your role too. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, how do you guide her with what you learned coming up? Well, since she's my oldest, I, uh, oh, she's the oldest. Nice. I really try to, yeah, my daughter's my oldest. Three sons my, are my younger guys. But uh, she, uh, my daughter, I try and give her uh, the most of the uh, what it is to be black information. I, okay. If I could put it in that way. Right. Like when I speak of the history, I'm really mostly speaking to her, you know, because I want her to be specifically a strong black woman with a strong foundation of the history. Sure. You know, I, I want my boys to be able to be whoever they want to be. But I want my daughter to be a strong black woman. So mm. I've, I've really pushed all of those. I mean, a lot of the things my mother that I watched my mother, I have I've tried to teach my daughter to be, you know. But, you know, what's fascinating about that is you also said you, you wouldn't date a woman like your mom. No, turn, I wouldn't. So that's like that's oh, my God, your human psychology is so fascinating because we're the same, bro. Like 
I love my mom to death. My mom was a great woman, but there's certain shit I just wouldn't tolerate. And my mother displayed that, you know, in certain things, <laughs> you know? Yes. Wow. So it's the strength though. The strength is the most, the most important to me. She showed that through anything, through whatever she's going through, I was able to watch my mother's strengths. Yeah. So I just try and hopefully build that in my daughter. That's fire. You know, and a strong black woman has so many different levels to it. Like be strong black woman, like strong in my black ethnicity or just strong like you're not going to take advantage of me you know it's such a broad umbrella umbrella yes. that you know a lot of women kind of fall under and you know i think the feminine movement has kind of shifted to where it's more like not so much about equality now it's like dominance and that, that doesn't really mm-hmm. that doesn't really work you know on either side yeah. i don't think you know um but the other side i think it was james baldwin that says something is like to want to be equal is an implication that somebody's higher and mm. you know, when it's like women want to be equal, equal to what? You know, I just I just think we all yeah. have our roles, and I just you know, some things have changed. Of course, like women have a lot more opportunity. Mm-hmm. We have to figure this out, and I think it's causing so much conflict because we can't figure it out. <laughs> it's like, right? It's yeah. hard, man. Yeah. Well, absolutely, my man. I want to thank you for coming on the show. You know, we we touched on some things. A lot of things we can get more in depth with. Um, but I just wanted to really kind of just talk to somebody else that kind of had a similar upbringing as I did. Not the same. Like I didn't grow up, you know, I never saw my dad put my hands on my mom. My dad wouldn't yeah. be around. My uncles are crazy. That definitely would not have happened. You know, or mm. my mother would have stabbed him. All my aunts would have, or you know, somebody would have gotten yeah. better. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I want to salute you as a black father, you know, doing things with your children as a great example of that, you know, I'm sure you, it's not easy. I don't have any kids. I got a cat and I got my father. I guess technically that's like my kid, you know, and, All right. um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I salute you, man. And, um, you know, I, I, I applaud your journey, bro. And there's a lot more I would love to learn about you, man. Hey, man, it was my pleasure to speak with you. I just want to say that certainly at the end of the day, it is protect black women. Absolutely. That's, that's the way I live is protect black, black women at all times. Right. You know, even though I've made my decisions and, and chose a specific way, right. still every day protect black women because my mother's black and my sister's black. And your daughter's black. That's how the cops go to you. You know, and um, that's awesome, man. And and I think there's a jewel in there to be taken, ladies. It's like because just because we may not some and I say we I'm just speaking in broad strokes just because we don't have a black wife or a black girlfriend doesn't mean we are anti-black women. Don't always assume right. that. Don't always yes. assume because we tell you what we think we're trying to demean you. That's not the case all the time. And you do got those guys, um, but it's generally not the case. You know, we, I love black women. I fucking love black women, bro. It just happens to my girl. Yes. Filipino. Absolutely. It happens, man. So, yo, do you want to, I know you do music and shit too, man. Do you want to plug, I think my mic is bugging out too. Do you want to like plug any music, any of your projects, anything that you're up to? Uh, man, I got a project. I'm expecting for it to come out on my wife's birthday, December the 30th. Hey. So that's what I'm working towards right now. Hey, my grandmother's a 28, so shout out to that. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to that. All right, yo, we'll, we'll definitely, um, I'm going to send a link to your Instagram. And um, shout out again, shout out to all the strong black women out there. My grandmother being one of them. She she is yeah. the to me at 91. My grandmother's still up taking care of my father, doing everything she got to do. Definition of a strong black woman, man. And um, salute, God bro. bless. Hey, Peace. salute to you too, my brother. Yes, sir. Peace. It's your man, Ian. We be at it next week. Peace.